Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Today we've got a really satisfying customer service malicious compliance story. We'll get to that in a bit, but first, no, you have to tell me now exactly what's taking so darn long. Your wish is my command. More drive through mayhem ensues last night at your local Mendy's. We've had a lot of terrible slash weird things happen lately, and as our sister store we call Mendy's Ray Road is perpetually closed, we get our usual rush of customers, combined with all of the mobile and Uber Eats and DoorDash and food schlaps and you name it spilling over to our location. It's hectic. We're running out of things. It's literal mayhem. I take order number 521 as I assemble their drinks, as is the process. I notice that the four drinks they ordered suddenly can't be made due to the flavor being out. I need to change out the syrup to the freestyle machine. Just as I realize the machine's running out, I hear the bloop that alerts me to the entry of a new customer in the drive-thru. I'm about to greet them, which I always manage to do within two seconds of approaching the speaker box, but these people were yelling right as they pulled up, saying, yeah, hello, hello, I wanna... Whoa, hold on there, Turbo. I lay a little louder into my already interrupted greeting, saying... Hi, welcome to Mendy's. Please hold for a minute while I... Oh my god, you talked to the last guy. Well, alright, I guess. The customer chimes in. More attitude was in this than I could accurately depict. I usually say that I'll be with them in a second. But what was about to say this time was they needed to hold on for a couple of minutes due to my situation. They interrupted, so I just took care of the things I needed to. I managed to get the keys for my manager to open the closet to get the double A drink mix and pour the four drinks and then set the next order. While I was running all over the place, I heard increasingly angrier grumbles along the way. So I did my due diligence and said, just another minute or two every so often. I thought this helped. Evidently, it didn't. As soon as I'm back to my ordering machine and re-greet the customers with a Thanks for waiting, how can I help you? I hear the following ear-piercing rant, What in the world took so freaking long? I reply as kindly as possible, despite having a knife pulled on me this week. Ma'am, I'm sorry about that, I can take your order now. She went full vocal again saying, No, 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 no! You tell me right now exactly what's taking so darn long. Enter malicious compliance. What could have been an easy 30 seconds of ordering and then beginning to make her family's food turned into a debacle now, thanks to malicious compliance. I'll tell you exactly what's taking so long. Okay, well, I didn't start off in drive through actually. I was on grill first. I really liked the grill. I missed the freedom more than anything. You know what I mean? This was a rhetorical question. But I know that the machine that connects them to my headset was still on and unable to not be because the line was so backed up they couldn't pull forward if they wanted to. So they're hearing my story. I continued. So anyways, where was I? Oh yeah, well, the customer three cars before you ordered a Sprite. Well, actually a Sierra Mist, but settled for Sprite because Coke products, you know. 
This bride was the last bride, and I knew it, so I tried to get a hold of my manager Bruce to no avail. He picked up the phone. He was explaining to a customer that we didn't have lettuce. The customer said something about salad lettuce instead, and I think Bruce said okay to that. I'm not sure. But anyways, during this whole conversation my manager was having on the phone, I tried to mime or sign language the use of the keys so he'd figure out I needed the keys to the closet so I could get the Sprite mix traded out for the new one. It took him forever. He doesn't really do good with having multiple conversations, so he made me wait. I tried to give you a warning at that point, but you seemed to get more mad. I promise I was really busy, because between all of this, I decided to help collect the money for the order at the window because the normal collector person was in the restroom. We all like to help out around here, especially after the long week I've had. You know, someone pulled a knife on me? During this whole thing, I could hear an occasional beginning of a sentence or two, but look who all of a sudden didn't yell or scream anymore. Her frustration was at a boil though, I just didn't realize it yet. Somebody did boil over besides her, the car behind this group. They were honking the whole while. It was like a symphony of people telling their life stories overlapping one another. Samantha, my coworker, even chimed in and backed up how busy and crazy it was this week. I then finished with a, I guess that leads us up to right this moment. Would you like to order? They replied with an exasperated, well I didn't mean your whole life freaking story. Ask and ye shall receive. As petty and snide or smart buttsy as this may seem, it was just what I needed to get stuff off my chest and let me prepare for the next group of customers who lie in wait to abuse me another day. Honestly, I just love the way OP handled it here. Props for them doubling down and treating people like this when they're clearly working in a place where they had a knife pulled on them. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you enjoy awesome stories of malicious compliance, why not hit that subscribe button down below. That said, our next story is, why did they get in for free? Let me fix that. I used to work as a bouncer slash doorman at a bar that charged a $2 cover on weekend nights. Everyone paid to get in with only one exception, party buses. We had an agreement with the different party bus operators that if they brought their groups to our bar, they would get in for free. Lively crowds are good for business. So one night I'm working and a guy comes in with his girlfriend and I tell him it's two bucks ahead. He grumbles about it and I give him the same line I tell anyone who complains. A two dollar cover is the cheapest thing you'll buy here tonight. If you can't afford it, you might want to go somewhere else. He doesn't want to look cheap in front of his lady, so of course he pays. A couple minutes later, he's back saying he just talked to some people who didn't have to pay and wants to know why he got singled out. I tell him about the party bus rule and say those people must have come in on a bus. He motions towards some people sitting with his girlfriend and tells me, you didn't charge my friends and they didn't come on a bus. I recognized the people and when they came in, I asked them if they were from the bus and they had said yes. So they lied to me. It happens and normally I wouldn't worry about it. I tell him, well, it sounds like I made a mistake. I guess it's their lucky night. That's my hint to him that he should have let it go. That's not good enough for him. He gets louder and keeps demanding I refund his $4 to keep things fair. I've had it with him. I tell him, you're right. It's not fair. Let me fix it for you. He smirks because he thinks he's getting a refund, but he doesn't realize all I'm giving is some sweet malicious compliance. Selling a little? 
Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. His smirk disappeared when I stepped away from the cash drawer and walked over to where his friends were sitting. In my most polite voice, I said, Hey, sorry to bother you guys, but there's a $2 cover tonight, and your friend here told me you didn't pay. I must have misheard you when I asked if you were with the party bus, but I need to collect the cover from you now. The looks of betrayal they gave him were priceless. I collected their covers, smiled, and loudly thanked him for being so honest. Then I walked back to my post and watched them proceed to rip him a new one. Poor guy got screwed both ways. I don't blame them for being upset that their friends got in with some cheap tactic and they still had to pay, but also it's a $2 cover charge, get over it. Our next story is, save a nickel to spend a dollar. I'm Salary, company I work for sent me to a two week training, mixed between salary and hourly employees. Everyone's flights were booked for Saturday, the day after the final day of training. I said, hey, training's done at four, there's a seven o'clock flight I can make Friday gal in charge of the bookings told me no, it would mess with timesheets. I don't get paid overtime. A week into training, I brought it up again that I'd like to leave Friday as it would get me home at midnight instead of 5pm Saturday, a 17 hour difference of my time. They conceded and said sure, but you'll have to pay the $60 price difference. I added up the hotel and the per diem to a total around $250 and said I'll certainly pay the $60 price difference if I get the $250 that you're not paying me for staying another day. I got on the flight Friday night, no charge. OP went out here and fought for themselves and it worked out for them. It's a great example and reminder to advocate for yourselves when it makes clear and obvious sense. This next story is, Karen told me to hang up, so I did. So I work for a large electronics company doing sales over the phone. We get a lot of calls daily and take credit card details to place orders as well as place finance orders. Since fraud is such a big deal, our company were taught that the only account holder for the credit card or finance account can place an order. Cue Karen calling to place an order for finance, goes through everything, get her name, address, number, and payment details. Just before I place the order, she goes, oh, the card's in my dad's name. That's fine, right? I tell her no. Her dad needs to place the order as he's the account holder. Cue her arguing for about 5 minutes how she's his daughter and I need to finalize this order now. I tell her I'm sorry but I can't do that. As I've mentioned, the account holder needs to place the order. 
She starts cussing me out, calls me a stupid freaking idiot and that I know nothing and demands I place the order. I've had enough at this point. Since she started swearing and getting aggressive, I said, I'm sorry, but if you continue to speak to me in such a manner, I'll terminate this call. Customer says, well terminate it then. So I did with a, okay then, thank you for calling, have a nice day. I heard her go, no wait, as I hung up on her. God, that felt good. I think I would kill to have a situation where somebody's all high and mighty like, do you know who I am? And to be able to look them in the face or tell them bluntly over the phone, no, and then hang up or leave. It really does seem so satisfying. Our next story is, bully your flatmate? I'll ruin your fun. I work in student halls of residence for a smallish campus-based university in the UK. This involves malicious compliance after a group of students had been bullying one of their flatmates. I'll call her Sarah and happened within the last 10 years. Sarah was neurodivergent and had plenty of interests. None of these interests involved going out partying. She preferred to live in a quieter, cleaner environment. The other four all had similar interests to each other. Very typical first year in hall stuff. There were kitchen parties after clubbing at 3am, alleged drug use, post-party leaving strangers passed out on the kitchen floor, empty bottles everywhere, and piles of rubbish slash washing up. Generally messy. Normally, a student would report this. We'd give out contact details that can be used for anonymous reporting, or we'd offer flat meetings to help them find compromise. For example, agreeing to limit parties to X times a week, checking with each other before planning one in case someone has a big deadline and needs quiet on a specific night, cleaning rotas, etc., and the cleaners could issue fines if it was a mess on weekly cleaning day. But Sarah was terrified of reporting anything and found interacting with staff very difficult. We only knew that there was an issue because she would tell her mom and her mom would tell us. We had offered a swap, but she told her mom that she didn't want to move as it would disrupt her routine, and it wasn't fair for her to be punished when she'd followed the rules. So we were working with her and her mom to try and get her to the point where she could formally report it, referring her to well-being services and doing random flat checks at night to see if we could catch the students using drugs and had the cleaners on the lookout for evidence as well. This carried on until term two and by then the four had clearly decided they just didn't like her and thought she was weird. The inconsiderate behavior had escalated to bullying. She'd recorded them calling her some horrible names and played it back to us, but again, refused to send us the recording and wouldn't formally report it. I appreciate she wasn't helping herself, but I don't think she was being deliberately difficult. She just really struggled with certain things. Her flatmates had definitely figured out what pushed her buttons. We were trying to mediate, flat meetings trying to enable her to feel safe in reporting their behavior formally, etc. But it was obvious to staff that they wanted to push her to move out, and they had a friend who was always hanging out in their kitchen who clearly wanted to move in. One day, she must have snapped, and she threw a glass across the room, causing it to smash on a wall. It didn't hit anyone, but they jumped on this, and all their parents were on the phone about how their daughters were living with someone dangerous. At this point, we have no evidence of their bullying or breaches of their tenancy, but they have evidence against her and have all in mass filed reports. We have no choice but to move her. Here comes the malicious compliance. Not even before we'd send cleaners into her old room, 
we start getting requests for the friend to move in. Apparently a supportive person would help with the trauma and someone else in the room would give them closure. The idea of them getting their way in this manner infuriated me. Instead, we asked one of our older and more experienced resident advisors, a final year student, if they could move in. This is someone they would not be able to bully and had a good idea about what had really been going on in that flat. It was a nice flat in a very new building, so it was a bit of a perk for them as well. The best bit was the parents ringing to complain about how we'd moved a stranger in and how upset their daughters were. When I explained we put a very experienced resident advisor in there who had training and peer support, all their arguments collapsed. The requirements, supportive person, and room relet for closure, tick and tick. Sorry, no more kitchen drug parties for your daughters this year. P.S. Sarah didn't have any further action taken against her for the glass throwing. She did actually get some additional well-being involvement, and it was deemed that the move was penalty enough, and incident unlikely to reoccur. She loved her new flat. It was a single occupancy studio and a really nice building, and we kept her on lower rent. Her mom said the studio was perfect, as she could control the mess and no one moved her stuff. She felt safe. She actually rebooked the studio for the following year and did go to finish her degree. I have no idea what happened to the other students. I hope they look back and reflect on what they did, but sadly parts of me doubt it. At any rate, given we'd ruin their party venue, I hope they managed to get some studying done. This is like where you have one of those very strict teachers and you go to their class and you find out they're out for the day and there's a substitute coming in. Everybody's all happy and excited and in walks the most stubborn, even stricter substitute. I love them moving in an experienced resident advisor. Just totally tank their party animal college experience. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely awesome malicious compliance story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 